good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Sustain Nutrition Podcast, Chewing. <laughs> I was going to say episode <laughs> Episode 50 and I've still managed to fuck that up Excellent work Chewing the Fat Podcast Episode 50 The Half Century Just Joe's Age mm, Quite Joe You don't know what I wrote as a subject do you? Of course not The vegetarian one We're going to talk about Vegetarians Like an episode of Friends Vegetarianism uh, What we know about Vegetarianism. This should take long. <laughs> Our thoughts on it, kind of what we think about the vegetarian vegan movement, um, and just basically have a bit of a powwow, Joe. We're gonna have a bit of a catch up, a bit of a chit chat. Yeah. We've not seen each other so far today, have we? No. I've been busy. And I've been getting wet <laughs> doing hot yoga. Oh, even even the thought of that's turning my stomach. Right. So vegetarianism, veganism, very trendy at the moment. Why? Uh, certain documentaries. So you had What the Health. That was a big one. That was a couple of years ago. One on Netflix. There's yeah. a, the new one coming out that's got something to do with James Cameron of Terminator 2, uh, Aliens and The Abyss fame. Yeah. Um, I also partnered him with, um, what's his face? Arnold Schwarzenegger. The most famous man in the world. I just forgot his name. Your best mate. Yes. Um, I forgot what that's called. Game Changers? Possibly. And that features lots of kind of vegetarian vegan athletes going on about how people have been tricked by the kind of meat industry, I suppose, to thinking that they need to eat animal proteins to be athletic, I suppose, because they're only using athletes there, or to be healthy. Um, so it's going to come back in vogue, I think, even more so now. And I think just with the whole kind of social media presence and stuff, that's it's got a lot more movement behind it. I imagine it also ties into uh, the climate change movement, which is extremely big at the moment, isn't it, with all the demos and stuff. I think it's quite interesting that, I guess, my generation, you know, when I was in school like 10 years ago, that the information was still relatively similar, but no one was, I don't want to say no one was that asked. That's how it felt like being there, whereas now it seems like, I guess it's a lot more in vogue. A bit more serious. Yeah, maybe, maybe the situation's worse. I don't know, I'm not suitably educated. I'm not suitably interested to be more educated, which is quite naive, I guess, but, you know, <laughs> such is life. Then it seems to be, I guess, the same with anything, that when something's popular, more people will do it. And that was, whether it be veganism, vegetarianism, or climate change, so I think the two will tie together. Yes, I think, personally for me, uh, from an ethical point of view, I can totally understand people going vegetarian or vegan. Um, Why don't you? Why don't I? I'm going to talk about that. Why? I <laughs> know, <laughs> I, I can't, I honestly, and it's totally, um, not ironic, what's the word I'm looking for? Contradictory. That I can't, I cannot justify an animal dying 
for the pleasure that I have from eating meat products. Yet, I'm still not prepared to turn to being a vegetarian or a vegan, which is ridiculous. Because I feel like I don't have that disconnect that some people have that when I'm eating a steak or whether I'm eating chicken or something like that, that, that was an animal. I don't, I feel like I understand that, yet I'm still not prepared to turn vegetarian or vegan as yet. Yeah, I think the, I have that disconnect in that right. I don't really, oh, I was gonna sound like such a knob thing to say, I just don't see it as the same thing. I totally understand that mince is a ground up animal. And like you say, I'm sat here stroking my dog, running yeah. off to bits. If someone came in here and grabbed me up for a meal. Bolt shot him in the head. I wouldn't be too impressed. To say the least, honestly, it'd be, be a very expensive meal. Waste, waste of money, yeah. He better taste good. <laughs> so it doesn't do anything. You're like a wagyu beef. It tastes like meal. <laughs> I'm sure it would not very overly works like a young lamb. So I think, yeah, for me, from, from that perspective, if people choose to be vegetarian or vegan from the kind of the ethical thing, then I cannot fault that whatsoever. I think we can talk about when people decide to turn vegetarian or vegan because they think it's healthier. I have an issue with that. You know, I think what the health scared a lot of people into that kind of idea where they were saying that they're comparing eating an egg to you know, smoking a cigarette for your health. There's some very dubious claims made in some what the health... definite cherry picking one. I got about 20 minutes in and I just was... I, I rolled myself out and just knew it wasn't going to be something that I could get on board with because I just remember it being so biased. Yeah, and that's it because the people who make that documentary have agendas. You know, the people who are featured in it will be selling books, or will be selling, not merchandise, but they will be selling things off the back of that kind of scaremongering documentary. And you can't have a documentary that sits in the middle because no one wants to listen to that. People want things on the peripheries that give bold, outlandish claims because it's more interesting. And that's why you see all that bullshit in like the Daily Mail and stuff like that where they go like, eating meat causes cancer. What? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, in what kind of studies, you know, with what kind of people and what is the rest of the diet and the lifestyles like? But anyway, we're going off the whole vegetarian thing there. So I think, yeah, if people look to take it from uh, because they believe it's going to be healthy, then that's a mistake. Uh, and that's a mistake that I see people making. Um, you know, clients that we've worked with who've gone kind of vegetarian or vegan f- thinking it's a health perspective. Um, it's not. You know, th- there's so many... Ways out, and what I just quickly before you go on, what, I, what you often see as well is people who go vegetarian or vegan obviously it does limit their food choices. So then, when they see like a vegan apple crumble or a vegan chocolate bar, or a vegetarian chocolate bar, or something like that that they wouldn't possibly normally eat, they will then eat it because it's almost like a rarity. It's kind of some weird thing where you go, like, I wouldn't normally eat this, but because it's vegetarian version, I'm going to eat it. I think there's such a broad range of diets that it's really hard to say that vegetarianism or veganism is healthier because you could take because, say my, say because my, chips are vegan say my diet which is on the whole pretty balanced especially when I'm being super good so mm. see the next 28 days and then you could take an unhealthy vegan so one who has very little fruits and veggies and focuses mainly on refined carbohydrates lots of bread lots of pasta lots of sweets lots of chips which you know we do see quite a lot then my diet is going to be healthier whereas if you take the typical western diet which is full of saturated fat and refined carbs and you've got a vegetarian diet that had a, a full spectrum of colourful veg, you know, nutrient-dense fat sources, beans, pulses, legumes, things like that. Legumes. Then you've got a really healthy diet there. So it's if you, most of the people you know who we see when they go vegetarian often 
it's not because of their processed meat intake that's limiting their progress. Yeah, I'm a good one for when I walk around supermarkets and staying what's in people's baskets. And it's always it's the same thing, isn't it? It's too much. People who are overweight will eat too many refined carbs, too many processed foods, they'll drink too much alcohol. As a general rule. As a general rule, one of those three. They're not overeating sweet potatoes, chicken breast, salmon, broccoli. And therein lies the issue in that people are constantly trying to find this magic bullet that if they cut this one thing out then it'll make the world a difference yeah it's like everyone wants um, a kind of a bad or a reason why they've not been able to be successful previously it can't be just down to you know making sensible choices and self-control it has to be because you're eating something that you didn't realize was bad for you but actually is you know like we had a discussion with the client earlier about the difference between white rice and brown rice like that's not the reason that you got fat in the first Tiny place. percentages, yeah. yeah, tiny percentages. I do, I'm a good one for this too, when I start dieting, being like, which sauce is the lowest calorie? Like, you didn't get fatter because you had Nando's sauce over tomato sauce. You got yeah. fatter because you had a 12 pint vendor or, <laughs> or a takeaway on the, you know, or a big, a big 1500 calorie takeaway. You know, it's just so, it's so easy to overdo these foods. And that's why calorie counting does have its place because it makes people go, fuck me, there's how many calories in half a tub of yogurt? I best eat a bit less of that. It just requires a lot more diligence. So yeah, well actually, good before way, I go, good good segue on that one. Um, it's almost like planet. Yeah, so that's one of the again going back to that ethical point of view where I kind of justify, you know, like so say if I was on Bear Grylls the island, yeah, and there was a fuck all food there. Would you eat Bear Grylls? Yeah, I don't like him. Give me just uh, give me red beers any day. <laughs> Jimmy red beers, friendly face. Um, Anyway, not that one worked. Shut up. <laughs> I think they actually had a vegetarian, I had a vegetarian or a vegan on the island and they end up eating meat because there's literally no other food there, there's no other substance there. So they have to eat it. Whereas, where I live, there's a supermarket five minutes away. And there are, you know, vegetables, vegetarian options, beans, pulses, all these things. So I could easily, I have easy access to kind of vegetarian, vegan you know, food choices that could sustain me. So I can't justify the killing of an animal. Yet, I still do by paying for it. Yes. So the tricky kind of, but it is kind of tricky to get that full spectrum of, you know, the kind of proteins, making sure, like Joe said, make sure that your diet is balanced and kind of just obviously because we run a nutrition company, we should go into it a little bit. Some of the issues that we see with, you know, people turning vegetarian or vegetarians that we work with is this kind of, this low protein that they have from these vegetable sources and then the kind of excess calories that you need to take on board to get your proteins to a, you know an adequate level for your demands so if you're getting like your protein from chickpeas and lentils and stuff like that that's going to come with a whole heap of carbohydrates which is obviously going to up your calories for that day which is then going to limit the amount of food that you can eat yes I think one of the things that I often see, and I guess it's kind of a, a fault on, on our part, is that when you get a vegetarian client, because it's so hard to get protein in, is that then if they have two eggs for breakfast, some yogurt with their lunch, and some lentils for dinner, I would give them the protein commandment, protein habit, geez, because it's so hard to hit. But they probably are under eating protein. And we can say, you know, without doubt, that when people start sustaining and they're struggling to lose weight, you know, people don't come to us when weight's falling off them. They're under eating on protein and veg, nearly always. You know, 90% of people are doing that. So it is just so important to make sure that you do get your protein in. And this is where, again, calorie counting can be quite useful because then you can look at the volume of food that you actually need. You know, having 50 grams of lentils is not going to cut the mustard. 
in order to get you to your protein needs. If you're looking at protein needs being one and a half grams per kilo, there was a, I saw like a, somebody collated some studies on protein and that was the, the baseline number that they had, even though the government guidelines are like 0.8, which yeah, is just absolutely nothing. The government guidelines, it's like when you get a multivitamin, it's like 100% RDA of vitamin C and it is absolutely fuck all. Yeah. It's like the literally the bare minimum. Yeah. Well, it's like with uh, the salt guidelines, they put it at six grams a day because they knew that the realistic guideline of three grams was absolutely unbelievably mm. unrealistic for most people. So they're just putting it at a level people are attainable. And I guess that's the same with protein, is that 0.8 grams a day per kilo, you can hit really easily because you just, you know, you have your breakfast cereal, oh, that's a tick, 10 grams of protein. But we're looking at even being remotely optimal, then one and a half grams per kilo is, is what you need. And then you can actually look and see how close you are as a vegetarian, because odds on having 50 grams of soy yogurt and a half a portion of lentils is gonna leave you woefully inadequate. So you're gonna be really hungry. And that's the biggest issue with protein for me is it's so good at keeping you full. Protein gives you a small insulin response, so your blood sugar settles. Brilliant. That's near enough what drives most cravings and where people go massively wrong. So that's probably my biggest concern with vegetarians is just making sure that they're full enough from their protein. Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to fill yourself on carbs, but we need to get, make sure they're the carbs that have got protein in them as well. And then the only other struggle is the quality of the protein. Yes. So if you look at more at, say, eggs, are a great example of a, a kind of a more complete protein. So it just means that your body's very easy to, or finds it easier to assimilate that protein that you've eaten. Whereas it's much harder due to the, like, the amino acids. So imagine uh, protein being a wall and the amino acids are the bricks that make it up. So how those bricks stick together is how good that wall is. Um, so when you look at things like chickpeas and lentils and some beans and stuff like that, the amino acid profile is not very good. So it's a bit of a shit wall. So you need to eat more um, other protein sources to kind of complete that wall, if that makes any sense whatsoever. The, the benefit of protein is that it helps you maintain muscle mass while keeping you full. So if we're looking at it from the muscle mass perspective, then leucine is the amino acid that's found in meat that, except pork, I think. Um, yeah, and it's known as like the anabolic trigger. So if you take leucine and then you take a vegetarian protein source, it will be more, what's the right word? Bioavailable, yeah. maybe your body will use it better, basically. So leucine is a good supplement for vegetarians to use. God, it's been ages since I've said anything super geeky. <laughs> I've, I've, dug, I've dug that out from somewhere deep. Yeah, so I mean, it's very, very doable. It can be slightly more complicated than just your, your bog standard eating meat and vegetables. But it's doable. I mean, have you ever thought about dilly-dallying in vegetarianism? I've thought about it only for, I mean, I love eating meat. I'll be one of the last, you know, until it's either extremely expensive. Would you eat your dog? And I can't, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean, I've got, um, like, when you watch, like, the arguments and stuff like that from these vegans, I totally agree with them. I just love, you know, I'm really in, not entrenched in my ways. If I knew that it was going to benefit the planet and we were in, you know, it was a case I think we a lot had, of those studies to do it, then I would do it, yes. I think obviously you have to kind of look between the lines, but I think a lot of those studies, like, was it Cowspiracy? I think there's another documentary on there, like, saying that, you know, um, the beef farming and stuff like that has a massive negative impact on the greenhouse effect, and mm. it just doesn't, unless I'm then reading that from a biased <laughs> study as well. So it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, pick your studies and see who's telling the truth. I know that um, 
Ben Kuma did a month, didn't he? He did mm. January, he did Veganuary maybe this right. year? Um, and he said that it was doable, he hit all his macros, but it just wasn't, he didn't feel any better for it. So he went back to eating meat. And I think that because it's something that gives me such pleasure that you know, I would lose that element. Yeah, I definitely do. I'd considered doing it before, you know, as a trial for sustain, but in the nice way, I just have no major drive to do it. It doesn't massively affect our business, it doesn't massively affect my life or my, my ethics, my morals. So I haven't done it as yet. Please don't loads of people message me and make me do it. But again, I would, just to give it a go. Yeah, I mean, my wife went vegan, and she tried Veganuary, and then she did it for about three or four months, but like, I had to keep a point up, she wasn't eating kind of adequate protein, she had an next no protein, and then, obviously, it's a good job, she, I know she will never listen to this, ever. <laughs> she was like, oh, it's great, I just keep on taking shits all the time. Like, that was... I guess I'll listen to this. <laughs> like that was, um, I'll just edit it out. I'll see you in hospital next week. Like that was like um, a sign of something else. It was like, well, that doesn't necessarily mean just because you're taking like multiple shits. Because she's eating very little protein and the protein is, takes quite a lot of digestion. That's why it keeps you really, really full. I was like, it's probably just that. You're probably not eating enough. Well, you're definitely not eating enough protein. Yeah. You're probably just shit. I wouldn't take taking loads of shits as a sign of health. She wasn't eating any more vegetables than she would do normally. I think that's where the, the, the issues that I see from most vegetarians is considering, and this is, I hope this falls on the right ears, that vegetarian suggests there's going to be lots of vegetables. Mm. And then if you're not putting those in, then what are you going to eat? Because you've near enough taken... If you look at protein sources as food sources that have got the majority protein, and there's near enough no such thing as a vegetarian protein source because, except for corn, I guess, and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, what they, I, don't know I don't know what their carb intake is. But if you if you're going to get your protein from eggs, lentils, quinoa, things like that, then you're going to take in more carbs and more fats. So you're going to struggle to to have a, a majority protein source. I've kind of forgot my point here. But that's where the issues that I would see. Yeah. And so I'm sorry if you take out vegetables as well. You've taken out vegetables, you've taken out majority protein sources, you're just going to be left with carbs and fats, and that's when you see people you know, having chip butters and things like that because they just haven't got anything else they can eat. Greg's uh, the vegan sausage rolls or vegetarian sausage rolls? Vegan. Vegan sausage rolls. Smashing it. Brilliant marketing. Well done, Greg. It's genius, isn't it? And then you can go support that company that um, sells loads of meat. Sells really grisly meat and pasties. Yeah. Um, and then my brother in law. He turned, he was vegan for quite a long time actually, but then he just said he just had a massive drop off in energy. Uh, and then he's gone back, he's more of a pescatarian now, unless uh, the food is free and then he'll eat pretty much anything. Yeah, like when he came to stay with us. There's quite a few high profile cases, aren't there, of people um, who've done it for a bit and then because of health issues, change back and introduce some meat. And I think that's, if you wanted to do it, and that'd be the best way to do it for me, is to see how your body fares. Mm. If you're not feeling great, then bring in. You know, it depends what your ethical issues are. If you feel better with eggs or you feel better with eating fish or organic meat, then they would be the, the best options. I think that a nutrient-dense uh, vegetarian diet with some lean protein on top is what I'd recommend. I don't think that classes a vegetarian diet. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's like asking for a veggie pizza with chicken on, isn't it? That's what exactly what I'd do. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't get any veggie with it. Um, but I think that's it. If you like, see, if going back to how we kind of started saying when people think it's a healthier option is if your diet is 90% shite 
then go in and eat in a diet that's rich in veg, you know, vegetables is going to be a good option. But then if you just swap and you have, you know, if you normally have chips and chicken Kiev for your dinner and then you have uh, a corn chicken Kiev and chips for your dinner, then it's not a massive improvement. You probably drop some calories because you don't have as much protein in the chicken. So probably going to be hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Eating a bit more. And odds on, it's going to be shit. So for us, you know, we kind of like having a, you know, as we always promote, and fingers crossed because whenever, when, we're, when Great British Bake Off's on, my clients always watch it and then they go, so I had to have a piece of cake because I was watching Bake Off, or I had to, you know, eat some biscuits because Bake Off was on. So if we keep on talking more about lean protein and vegetables, I'm presuming that they're all going to run out. I couldn't stop eating broccoli the other day. <laughs> I, just, I just cracked open a tin of tuna with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not, not 100% lost what I'm saying now um, yeah he's, he's just eating a diet that's very very high in vegetables I'd say my diet is 70% vegetarian the other 30% is meat because I eat a lot of vegetables because they keep me full they give me loads of fibre they give me loads of vitamins they give me loads of minerals rich in antioxidants keep me healthy keep me regular he's actually 84 <laughs> inches around the waist <laughs> yeah yeah. All good. All good. So I think, you know I me, mean? do whatever you feels good. So if you eat a diet and you turn, become vegetarian or vegan and you feel amazing, fantastic. But if you don't, then just look to make the, you know, I can't say the majority of your diet vegetarian. You can't be a part-time vegetarian. You know, go pescatarian or, you know, just up your vegetable intake and see how that feels. Um, but it's totally each of their own. Like I said, I totally, you know, doff my hat to people who turn vegetarian or vegan because of you know, the issues with animal cruelty and, and things like that. I think it's very, very impressive. I'm just not quite there yet. I think my addition to that would then be bang your macros into my fitness pal for a day to make yeah. sure you get your protein, uh, supplement with some leucine and also, is it B12 that uh, vegetarians tend to miss out of an iron and iron? I think it's B12, it's definitely B vitamins, yeah. Yeah, so make sure you get some of those. Yeah, that's us. Thank you very much for listening. That's episode 50. Next stop, 100. Well, next stop, 150. We're quit. <laughs> We're still in the air! <laughs> Thanks for watching, listening, whatever you did. <laughs>